Hello and welcome into the Desktop GM's Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Anthony Maldonado. I would like to thank everybody for their patience for a week. I know it was killing at least one of you that you didn't have a podcast last week. The flu is a very real thing and uh, I was dying and I made a recovery and uh, now we're here. So uh, we're going to have a little bit longer of an episode, hopefully not too long. Uh, before we get started, I'm going to bring in my co-host, as always, the commissioner himself, Mr. Taylor Strick. How are you doing, sir? I'm uh, doing as good as I can, as good as I can. Fantastic, and a uh, special appearance for this week because uh, our other co-host, Brandon Murphy, is in Mexico, so we brought on the very talented and uh, very special, you know him as the manager of Allen's Little Beauties, Mr. Britt Allen. How are you? How's it going, motherfuckers? Here in the flesh. Uh, And that's all from Britt. Have a great night, Britt. We'll see you uh, next (laughs) time. How are you doing, Britt? We're glad to have you. I'm glad you can make an appearance. I kind of wish that really was my segment. Just every week, (laughs) three seconds, and then I'm out. Um, I'm sick. But I'm, unlike you last week, able to kind of, you know, push through and make this happen. Uh, yeah, we're going to go through two weeks. Just, but yeah, just like a, you know, a good one, Brittany, your wife, can attest to this. Uh, we're not going to keep this episode too long. We're going to kind of cram everything in, like a very girthy episode, if you will. You know, not long, but, you know, it's going to have some heft to it. Yeah, that's, that's how. Uh... It's not girthy or long. <laughs> Sounds like the night that my kids were conceived. Um, anyway, before we let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, move on to our best and worst thing. Um, we're going to encapsulate the last you know two weeks of football for best and worst. Um, and I'm going to start because I think all three of us are going to agree on this. We are a fantasy football podcast, but we all three and a lot of us in the league hail from some part of the greater Houston area and our very own Houston Astros are the world champions of baseball and uh, I believe that uh, we should celebrate that because it is very sweet yeah we're draped up dripped out in that purple city swag Uh, you know basically we were clutch city I think we should you know continue that legacy just move it from the Rockets over to the Strohs because that is the only thing good in Houston sports going. Only thing and good I'm going to hold Houston, on I to it. it for you. It's, 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 the yeah, only, it's the only thing good in Houston, period. So, it's not, not too much better up here. I mean, only one of us lives there, so. <laughs> yes. Hey, no test. Yes. But, no, um, great great night, great, great week of baseball. Um, just like 2017, I'll always remember where I was. Uh, sick on the couch, watching the last out of the of game six. Um, very special time. It was definitely game six. On Saturday night too. Oh, I thought you were talking about seventeen. Oh yeah. no, seventeen. No, no. Yeah. I said just like seventeen. I know where I was. Um, almost woke my son up just so he could watch it, but he's still a little too young. Um, might regret that later in life, but still a very cool moment. Um, yeah. Britt. Oh man, Sir? 
just a, a peek behind the curtain here. We, we have an outline that we follow, and I sent this outline to Britt to put in his best and worst thing, just so you know we're not all caught by surprise. And uh, what he typed in here basically made me laugh out loud. So go ahead. Do you want me to read that word for word? Or no, do you, you, wanna... you, you can go for it, because that's kind of how I'm feeling these days. So Britt, and I just want to make sure you're okay, brother. He wrote, this world is bleak. The light at the end of the tunnel is a train rolling full bore towards you. But beating Taylor was fun. There we go. Yeah, you know, um, I'm not okay, but whatever. You know, every time something good happens, something bad happens, you have a fantasy football draft, you get an eye patch. You know, you start a new job, you get shit thrown on you. You're about to have a good week and you get sick. You know, it's fine. And then sometimes, and we'll get to this, but goddamn Kenyon Drake, what the fuck is his problem? <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes you lose to Drew. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, anyway, let's roll that right into our worst thing. Because I think, Taylor, Taylor, you're just piggybacking off of the Astros, right? Yeah, I was going to get more in debt, but it's a football podcast. So. Yeah. Well, you know, and I also wrote something else in here. Because we've missed a week, I have to write in here that the, one of the best things fantasy football-wise was the Week 8 bonanza that we had of just all the teams scoring all the points. We had fantasy football-wise, we had three teams score over 150 points. And I think all but three teams scored in the triple digits. So you know fantasy football-wise, that's, we that's what we're looking for. That's what we're expecting. I typed all that shit up. I just forgot about it because I thought we talked about it because I typed the notes up before we. Well, I'll say me and Taylor me, I, I both had under our, our predictions. Fucking Josh just rolled up on people. I mean, rolled up on Cody, beat him by 60 points, so that wasn't even a game. Well, Henson, you know. too. It, yeah, Henson. Yeah, Henson went up 166. Yeah. Yeah, fucking gut. I never should have invited Justin Henson in this league, and I regret it every single year. No, the then, dude, then how would we get so many trade requests? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get into your trade later. Oh man, I, I, yeah, we are. Well, let's move into the worst thing. Um, my worst thing about uh, the two weeks really is. After that bonanza in week eight, week nine was a, just straight back to reality. Um, we had some teams, you know, perform pretty well. Um, obviously, I mean, you had Henson score 170 points. Um, but it wasn't as score happy as the week prior was, um, just NFL in general. So, um, you know, it's – I was hoping that the rest of the NFL would be like week eight, but unfortunately I think what we get week nine and before week eight is kind of what the reality of, of fantasy football is going to be this year. I don't remember week eight that much. Too much has happened. I agree. I, I understand. This is going to be a, a difficult podcast to go back two weeks worth. But um, All right, Britt, hit us with your worst thing. From week eight? No, just – what you got written oh, down on here? I, I will say, like, you know, 
My my team has one heavy hitter, and he's my running back. He's my quarterback. He's my everything. He's my brother. Josh Allen, if you're injured, injured, this is going to be a heavy slide downward. I mean, there's nothing else to say about it. He is my team. He's got my namesake of my team. Let's all pray for Josh Allen because we all love him, you know. Are y'all not pulling for me? He's day-to-day, right? That's not a good thing. Well, it's better than, like, I've ruled out two, three weeks, but... I'd like to say I wish you luck, and I hope he's not injured, but I hope he breaks a leg. Y'all heard this here first. Taylor Strick, the Strick Tater, roots for injuries. Roots for injuries. Is that the kind of man that you want as a commissioner? I think not. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Yeah, it started early. I think I... I, It's only... It's not even ten minutes into this. Um... No, I I, uh, I sincerely hope that Josh Allen gets healthy, and I hope that he takes this week to really heal up, because I think that's what he needs. No, I think, he, you know, it's, you just got to play through it. You got to really get that elbow going. Yeah, no, I, I think he needs to take this week, really, you know, <laughs> that is you too. really be healthy. <laughs> I, think, uh, you know what? I think it would be you know good what? for him in the long run. I think it would be a ton of fun for him to play this week. <laughs> well, uh, agree to agree to disagree. Um, anyway, let's roll into uh, let's let's do some recaps. We're gonna recap week week eight uh, matchups, and we're gonna run through them relatively quickly so this episode isn't two hours long. Um, so starting off, we had the the battle of the bottom feeders. We had Drew and Matt. And at the time in week eight, they were both winless. Um, and Drew said, not not any longer. And he put a beat down on Matt, 134 to 51. Um, Matt continues to live up to his stellar reputation and put up 51 points. Um, it's an 80-point victory. Yeah. I didn't look at the stats, but that's probably the worst. I, I, I didn't look too much into him either. Um, I just want to look at his matchup just because, I mean, he played Derek Carr, who only scored, didn't even score three points. His running backs combined scored barely over ten. Um, yeah. Justin Jefferson, his best player, scored 13 points. And he got a zero from his kicker. The most important position in fantasy. Um can, can I add on to that real quick? Please. This might not be the, the time and the place for it, but I've heard so much kicking slander on this podcast, and I can't believe it. The game is called football. It makes no sense if we don't keep some part of the foot involved in this game. And if that's all we have is the kicker, you know, the chaos kicker, leave him in so we can at least call it football and it be a – name that makes sense that we can all get behind because you take him out where are we where are we We're scoring two point conversions every time weird the game is called agree. football it actually that's, it makes that's it really that's because odd. the ball looks Good like a point. foot that's that not because <laughs> the ball looks like a foot sir it's, you know, it's but I, I digress I digress we'll keep rolling, rolling through it alright well, anyway, uh, in this matchup, um, me and uh, Matt, or me and Taylor, 
both thought that Drew was going to go down and took Matt. And uh, Murph took Drew in this one. So uh, Murph was the only one that was cheering for Drew. And and Matt, I'm kind of cheering that you never win a game this year. I don't think we've had it. Oh, no, he won already. I was going to say, is this a joke? Yeah. Dang it, he won already. I was going to say, we've never had an Ofer team. And then Taylor had to come and ruin everything. Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. Sure. All right, let's move on to the next one. Um, Alan's Little Beauties took down the Strictator, 84-76. to 76. Um, Lowest scoring game of the week. Good job, gentlemen. And uh, I was the only one that took Britt in this one. And uh, Taylor and Murph both took Taylor, so... Britt, you pulled through for me. Thank you. Well, I, one time. Everybody gets one. <laughs> Everybody gets one. <laughs> All right. Um, Breezed up deaf guy scoring 163 points. Sheesh. Uh, rolling over Cody's team. 103 points. Uh, we all took Josh in that one. Uh, rightfully so. Um when you score 166 points, I just have to see where it's coming from. Um, or, I'm sorry, 163 points. I'm looking at the wrong one. Came from almost everyone. I mean, Jalen Hurts, 28 points. Tony Pollard, 33 points. Nick Chubb, 25 points. Jalen Waddle, 26 points. His one, two bad players were his wide receiver Olave from New Orleans and his kicker who scored seven points so just a straight up dominant performance Um, and speaking of dominant performances Justin Henson Henson's carpet stains took down Murphy's Law 166 to 121 Uh, Taylor you and I both had Henson in this one and Murph took himself um, just absolutely steamrolled. It, uh, Henson had Prescott, uh, Derrick Henry, ironically Joe Mixon had a bad game. Um, this is the game A.J. Brown went nuts. 36 points. He had three touchdowns. I think he had three touchdowns in what, the first half? If I'm remembering that week correctly. Yes, yes. Um, Travis Etienne with 24 points. Just uh, an all-around amazing game for Justin Henson. Um, And it's not like Murph put up a bad game, just ran into a juggernaut. Um, All right, moving on. We had Cooper Troopers taking down the Gastro Disastro. Um, Really thought I was in a bad spot in this one. Um... I think Dan was projected to beat me all week. Uh, I took Dan, and Murph took Dan, and uh, Taylor was the only one who had uh, had any faith in me. And uh, I, I helped him out a little. Um, picked up two off the waiver wire. He scored almost 30. Christian McCaffrey did Christian McCaffrey things and put up 36 points. Uh, Khalil Herbert off the waiver wire scored a touchdown. Cooper Cup did Cooper Cup things, uh, and it helped me to put up my best performance of the year. So, good showing in that week. Um, Dan, again, put up a, a decent game, just just not enough, just the wrong opponent. 
Um, I was worried when uh, Amari Cooper scored 20 points on Thursday night, but ended up ended up working out in my favor. Yeah. Uh, last one we had Chuck Nasty, who is a surprise at the moment, taking down Fut Buckerson, 106 to 102. Uh, this was the surprise of the week because Corbin, I think, was the number one seed. Or if not, he was up there. Um, and Charlie Charlie beat him by four points. Um, very close matchup. Um, I think this one came, if I'm remembering, it came down to... Uh, I can't remember. It was either a kicker or... No, or was it Camara? I don't remember. Either way, Charlie came out with a victory. Um, really surprised Corbin, um, but it, it didn't hurt, hurt Corbin too much, as we'll see in the in the next week's recap. So, um, any any other matchups you want to, or any anything from those matchups you want to touch well, on? Yeah, from from week eight, you know, just to discuss it a little bit. Uh, obviously, Max Verstappen won in Mexico, and he's already. You know, got the championship wrapped up. But Hamilton coming in three, I didn't see that. You know, Russell had fastest lap, so it looks like Mercedes is getting back on where they used to be. Ricardo coming out of nowhere to get, you know, seventh. You know, good for McLaren, but, you know, this F1 podcast, you all really haven't touched a lot on F1. All right, uh, we're going to move on to the week nine matchups. <laughs> Uh, are you done? Okay, are you ready to be out of timeout? Okay. Everyone, I apologize. This is my fault. I invited him. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, that was a that was a great F one recap, though, Brent. Good, good job. Mexico Grand Prix. Yes. Um, all right, let's go to week nine. Okay. So let's start with Drew. Shit show in a dumpster fire. Took down Allen's Little Beauties. 80 to 72. And, uh, Britt, let's take a look at this one, Should, shall we? Let's re- Just a low-scoring game all around. I, at one point, I was thinking about not starting a defense because I was that confident in a win. Uh, that's dumb. And so is fucking Drake. Like, what the fuck is Kenyon Drake's problem? Like, he scores Two points or 22 points and doesn't have any in between. Yeah, that's, uh, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's, it's, it's hit or miss. And uh, he hit. I was surprised. I might have put a jinx on you because I was making the outline. And I looked at the projections and I was like, okay, so uh, Britt won and Drew lost again. And I come back the next day and Drew would pull out the victory. Um Two wins in a row for Drew. Yeah, he's uh, on that's, fire. That's yeah. Well, he's heating up. He's heating up. One more win, he'll be on fire. Um, and so. and Britt, I was happy to see it because this was almost the complete inverse of our game week eight. Both teams sucked. I was in the seventies, you were in the eighties, and then got some sweet payback, I suppose, by Drew. Sure. And and nobody likes to hear about one person talk about their fantasy team constantly. That's annoying. But like, I. For whatever reason, I mean, I can get out to a sprint like no other. If we had a five, you know, five-game season, dude, I'd be cleaning up in championships. 
but unfortunately, uh, a whole season I don't uh, run out of steam. Yeah, and you that's, are. Looks, that's yeah, super accurate. It is very it's accurate. Like, right when you started, you were putting up like 140 when you had Swift going off, and then it's it's been, but it's not only it's been at least two years in a row now that, yeah, that he's I, done this. I don't know if if we just might. My teams, I need to lay off and be more of a GM, and maybe my coaching style is kind of worn off on the guys, and they're less motivated. But something's got to change. Well, yeah, um, hang on. Let's 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 put the numbers on it. So gonna have to have one of those player-only meetings. Yeah, weeks uh, one through five, you're well over a hundred each week, and weeks six through nine, you're averaging about seventy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that's there's, there's crazy. There's something there. I don't know what it is, but there's something there. I mean, every, it's a, I mean, we can put money on you to be the best team in the first five weeks and then just fizzle <laughs> out after that. That's, that's awesome. Um, all right. Uh, let's move like on. Like a black cat one. that has a dud in it. Just like, oh, it's about to, and nothing. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to uh, Commissioner's Pet taking down the Strictator, 109 to 105. Matt put up one of his best games. The, his, the, his, the, his, best, his game. best game. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, it's not one of them. It is the. When you have one win, it, it can only be your best <laughs> it game. It is his best game. Um, he rolled with Kirk Cousins. Uh, his running backs didn't really do anything for him compared to Taylor's running backs, who put up 20 and 26, respectively. Um, he benefited from that insane Curtis Samuel touchdown. I don't know if y'all have seen the, the, the referee completely taking out one of the defenders <laughs> for the Vikings, which opened up Curtis Samuel who then caught the ball, was not touched, and then rolled into the end zone. So because he went with Cousins, I have to ask Taylor, you like that? Do you like that? You like that. You like that. He doesn't get it. No. Wow, he yeah. doesn't get it. And he also uh, does not. Like, like anybody that does not get that, look up, you like that, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Look it up right now, Taylor. The, I'll keep going. Plain, you look it up right now. Is this the plane thing? No, no, no. This is the very first thing. It was when he was playing in Washington. Washington, yeah. Oh, y'all proceed. Yeah, you want to keep rolling yeah. through, Anthony? Yeah, I'm going to keep going. Um, Devonta Smith with another dud for Taylor. Uh, only three points. And uh, the craziest part was he was down going into Sunday night. Matt was done. There you go. Matt was done. And uh, Taylor had Isaiah Likely filling in for Mark Andrews. And very early on in the game, Isaiah Likely caught a 24-yard touchdown pass. It's the first fucking touchdown of the game. And things are looking great. And then he doesn't catch a single ball the rest of the game. Wait, wait. It gets worse. I have DuVernay playing, too. Oh, that's right. I forgot yes, about Yes, I've got, I've got two of them. So not only did I just get like eight points on that one play and I need 14, I've got two players left in three quarters to get like five points. And yeah. I don't. And you don't. 
Uh, Have you all watched the Ravens game? Yeah. I, yeah. I feel I'm like sure I haven't I sat... I feel like I haven't watched, like... I have Andrews, but I haven't, like, actually sat down and invested time. But that offense is gross. And well, they're a defensive team. They're getting back to week. it. Especially they just picked up the Bears. Yeah. Uh, but, like, with Jackson, it looks like chaos. And it might have been this week without his weapons, but I think he completed passes to ten receivers. Nobody had more than two catches. He was constantly flushed out of the pocket. I don't, everything was just wild. Well, I mean, and even though, like, I thought I would win, I'm like, I just don't even want to watch this because it's, it's stressing me out too much. Well, outside of Duvernay, because we just said his name, can you all name another wide receiver? Well, it would have been Bateman, right? Bateman, yeah. Been, but he's not there. Yeah. He's, he's hurt. He's right. out for the year. So, yeah, yeah he has zero thing. weapons. It's kind of like Kyler Murray. No, he's, he has, got Deshaun, he's got Deshaun Jackson. He had Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson for a half. He doesn't anymore. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson is no more. Like I said, I stopped watching, so I actually missed that. All right. Uh, Can they call uh, Anquan Bolden, see what he's yeah. doing? <laughs> it's, it's, it really is mind-boggling uh, that they have Deshaun Jackson and they have nobody to throw it to. Out of all the wide receivers in the NFL – you don't have a single one that you can throw to. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sure one of them would do decent. Kind of pick one, preferably my guy. But, but. If, if you're listening out there, every time a plane goes by, drink a beer. It's a fun oh. game when we're going to play on the podcast. We will be drunk because apparently Taylor lives at the airport. Hey. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, Henson's Carpet Stains. Scores the most points I think we've had in the league this year against uh, Breezed Up Def Guy, 170 to 83. Um, and this was the Joe Mixon game. Um, you know, the game that you expect for him to have when you draft him. Um, oh, wait, he didn't draft him. Um, Joe Mixon goes off for 53 points. Four rushing touchdowns and a receiving touchdown. Uh, Tua with 25 points. Derrick Henry with 24 points. Um, and, and the rest of his team did all right. But he, you know, 20, ETN with another 25-point game. Um, it's, it's, his team is great. And, um, we... Josh didn't stand a chance. You put up 170 points, you're going to win. Good. You know, end of end of story. That's Y'all have anything? Over 160, over 160 two weeks in a row. But, actually, I, I did some math. So, even if Mixon would have had a regular week, so I just did average like 15 points, he still would have put up 130. So, his team is, is, is cooking right now. Yeah. But, maybe he's cooking too early and it will fade. I don't believe but, that's yeah, going to happen. Anthony. You don't get out of this because I did some math on this too. Um, how does it make you feel that your trade with him, those three players yeah. this week, put up 93 points alone for his team? I, I think won. you're forgetting, Taylor, that he put it into like four or five little trade things and all of a sudden that. Hey, 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 hey. Look, oh. all the whole trade thing, all right? They were, they were the ones giving me crap saying that I trade raped him. Okay, and then this week, those three guys scored 93 points, 
and I don't even get a single point from any of the of, of the guys that I traded for. So, you know, that's and fantasy. You literally football. not get a point from him. Well, I traded away Miles Sanders, or I would have gotten Sanders points. Okay. I got T. Higgins okay. instead. So I guess I got I, T. Higgins point. I got twelve points or something. I'm aware you yeah. traded away Sanders because I was trying to get him from you. And then I realized, oh, that's not. I can't press the trade. No, you were trying to already get. Been, no, you were trying to get the guy I traded Taylor to. Yes, before I was trying oh, to get yeah. Sanders, and then I was like, oh, I realized why. Because oh. you're you've already traded him, and it's been accepted. So that's why I can't even uh, request him. And that's why you vetoed the trade. Um, moving on. <laughs> he was sour. Uh, hard R one ten Murphy's Law eighty um, Murph's hit kind of a kind of a slump here lately. Uh, Patrick Mahomes thirty five points, Tyreek Hill twenty three points for Jimmy's team. Um, the rest of his team kind of performing, and basically all of Murph's team underperforming. He's the one who had Lamar Jackson in those in that Sunday night game. Oh yeah, uh, that was probably gross to watch, and. Uh, or that was a or that was a Monday night game, wasn't it? Monday night, yeah. Monday night. Um, his only player that performed well was Tyler Algier from Atlanta, and that is super surprising. Um, so, you know, Merce Merce hitting a bit of a, a bit of a slump right now. Uh, we're gonna yeah, see if, if he can come back. Originally, I thought it was just like bye weeks that was taking down Merce, but. I looked at it, it was Barkley, Najee, and Sutton. The only one out of those three that actually does anything is Barkley, so that's this wasn't too far too far from the norm right now with the team. Yeah. Um, really surprising. Well, I guess Gus Edwards being hurt didn't help too. Yeah, and he's playing Corbin, which that's not a slump buster game, so coming up in week ten. No, it is not. And let's talk about Corbin because he took down myself one oh three to ninety seven. Um, honestly, this game was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be, considering my running backs were Dion Jackson and Khalil Herbert. Um, the I, I I think that the uh, streak of competitors playing down to my level continued this week. I just wasn't able to you know go get over the hump. Um, I would have if I would have played uh, Cordell Patterson, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Corbin actually did have a down game. He had Dallas Goddard put up 20 points. Um, Pierce put up 14. That was pretty average. But everybody else was kind of below their projections. Um, so this was the week to beat Corbin, and I just couldn't get it done. Um, but I had a lot of underperforming players as well. Justin Herbert, uh, the two running backs I already mentioned. Um, T. Higgins got nine and a half points. So, really disappointing. I couldn't come out with a win on this one, but uh, right. I mean, you were six points away, pretty much. And I don't know about you guys, but I'd rather get shit pumped than have a close game. It just stings. Yeah, and on this more. one, I was. It was one of the. I needed a Monday Night Miracle. I needed thirteen points for my kicker, and I got seven. <laughs> and of course, they're not going to get you points. No, they're not going to get me points. Not what I need. <laughs> not what I need. Word. Kicker points. No, I'll put in the word to the kickers, and I said, hey, if you're on his team, no. Don't kick for him. No, he, he's, he trying to, he's trying to get you out of the league. 
Yeah, well, uh, I'm not going to stop trying now. Um, and our last matchup from last week, and he finally changed his name. Dicker, I hardly know her, defeated the Gastro Disaster 121 to 100. And uh, guys, is it me or is Charlie starting to come on strong? He's been coming on strong. He started one he's and been, four. Ever since he's been playing washers with those dildos, he's been coming strong all day long. Yeah, he's always been playing washers with dildos. Um, and again, I just wanted to make it note, he won. He's named after a kicker. Is there a coincidence? Mm. Maybe. His brother seems to not like kickers, and they fuck him. I no, it's no, extra. I have no comment to that. <laughs> I, I can't. What I find extra frustrating about his team is like when you actually like look through it, he's got two elite players in Kamara and Devontae, but he still managed to put these four straight games in a row. And it's been beasting, but it, just with what you see, you wouldn't think he would be able to do it. But that could just me be me being salty after he put one eighteen on me. But it's it's I mean, impressive. And his he's got a wide receiver at tight end. You know, he, he's got a, a decent team. He's got yeah, no what, quarterback. Where, where but... where's his other talent? Yeah, he's getting good production from Tyler Lockett. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. So his team's just doing good without the without the name recognition. So it's it's, it's working, and it, it makes me mad. Yeah, this is too much. Just is too much talking good about my brother, and well, I, I don't like it. And Hunt isn't having the years that he's had past, even when he's been kind of the number two guy in Cleveland. He, he's just not putting up double-digit weeks over and over and over again like he used to. Yeah, so he yeah, still no, has he's... potential on his bench. And I mean, he put up 121 against Dan, and he had Kittle on a bye. So, uh, yeah, his team is starting to look pretty good. And it, I think at 5-4, and four, he's, what, in seventh Seven, place. Believe, yeah. Which, I mean, that's only one game out of a playoff spot for our sticker bitch. Um, so, good for you, Charlie. I mean, Dan Dan was the one on a roll. Um, and he's... No, and actually, to that point, because I looked it up, Dan has put up 100-plus points in six straight weeks. And I don't think any other team has come close to that just even this season. Because even like Henson with his 160s, he throws in an 87 in there and he'll do 160 again in 87. But Dan has been fucking steady. Yeah, but he's run into teams that have been better than him because I think he's lost yeah. the last two or three in a row. Uh, so just bad luck. But I just wanted to say it looks like Charlie's team might be good. Um, Ouch. And I can't some credit reason, him yeah. because he hasn't done anything to his team. He's literally just kept it the same. Is he still there are some teams, yes. for for whatever reason, and, and again, this is like this for years, I, I have no idea why, but you will play them, and that's your, your week where y'all all score above 100. They might lose, but it's still, when you play them, you score high. And then other teams, uh, for instance, like me, that you're going to have a nasty, nasty game. You're probably going to win, but... 
you know, the point total will go down. And I have no idea why that is. Maybe that's just an observation, but sometimes people just play ugly. Yeah, well, I guess if, if anybody was looking, it's going to pick a dark horse for a playoff team to make a run. It might be Charlie's team. Uh, but we're see, we're, we're still too far away from... Uh, the Charlie horses? The t- <laughs> Good one. That's solid. Um, all right, well, you know, we talked to, you know, we haven't done it. We didn't do an episode last week because I was sick, and I know Britt's mentioned that he was, he's been sick this week. So uh, I think it's a perfect time to bring up our, our ad. Um, listen, American pharmacy prices got you down. Are you tired of paying top dollar for premium American drugs and medicines? Well, then I think it's time you take a little trip down to Murphy's Mexican Pharmacy in Bodega for the best price on semi-legal goods. Murphy's Mexican Pharmacy has all the off-brand and counterfeit pharmaceuticals to get you up, 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 while keeping their prices as low as the southern border wall they come over. And while you're patiently waiting for your prescription to be filled, you'll get to shop Murphy's selection of authentic seashell necklaces and Corona-themed cowboy hats, which will be sure to make you the talk of the town. So, are you feeling a little under the weather? Head down to Murphy's Mexican Pharmacy in Bodega, where the drugs are so cheap, You'll think they're stolen, and remember to go in, or and remember to go in and tell them that the desktop GMs sent you. That way, they won't think that you're La, Pos- La Polosia and accidentally shoot you. Murphy's Mexican Pharmacy and Bodega. Every purchase here will be a goal. <laughs> I think they were a little confused when I told them that we are a football podcast. Um, I think they got the, the sport mixed up. But either way, very happy to have I thought we were an F1 podcast, so I, I agree. <laughs> I was very, uh, very proud to have uh, Mexican or Murphy's Mexican Pharmacy as our, our uh, new ad this week. Um, okay. Well, should we just jump right into our Week 10 matchups? Are we going to go over our uh, yes. predictions yes, first? Yes, we will. Yeah. So... Obviously, we don't have predictions for last week, for week nine, because we didn't do a podcast. Um, so I took the predictions from week eight. Murph went two and four. Uh, I went three and three, and Taylor went three and three. Um, Taylor is leading the three of us. He is 20 and 10. Mm-hmm. I am right behind him, 18 and 12. And Murph is sitting third at 16 and 14. Um, so we're going to do our draft and... Uh, Britt is going to fill in for Murph and get to pick which matchups he wants Murph to talk about. Um, so let's start with Taylor. You get the first one. We all, all three of our teams lost, uh, but Taylor, you lost the worst, the, the bestest. So, Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. So you get to go first. Uh, and Britt, remember, you cannot pick your own matchup. Well, I guess you're filling in for Murph, so you can't pick Murph's matchup. Since he'll be talking sure. about it next week. So that's not... Okay. So these t- projections... Some of these projections are wild. Two of these projections are wild. Um, oh, I guess y'all can't pick your own. So let's do Anthony and Britt. <laughs> All right. Let me pull this bad boy up. You want to break it down for us? 
Yeah, break it down real bad. Like, uh, break, break it down. So we got number four seed Anthony sitting at six and three versus Mr. Allen at four and five and the nine seed both coming off a loss looking for a comeback. Obviously, uh, Mr. Allen covered hey, earlier. Hey, I just want to just say something. If Jesus. I wanted my comeback, I would beat Anthony. <laughs> yeah, moving on. So, Mr. Allen talked about his MVP, Mr. Allen, um, being questionable. So, let's take a look at the status because that could change everything. Set to miss practice on Wednesday. So, not a good start. So, Britt's best player questionable. Second best player, Swift, is questionable. He's been questionable or out. That's true. Oh, yeah, and he said he's never going to be 100% again, right, for the season? When at his... What I like to hear. Yeah. I'm not just trying to dig at you. That's what it's <laughs> he's never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we got those two injuries. You got Clyde Edwards. You got Samuel Judy. You got some average receivers. You got Mooney. So he had a big week for you. Um, Anthony with all of his star power with McCaffrey and Cup. So he's got two possible ones there. And without going deeper, I mean, i, I got to choose Anthony from this one. Brett, you just have too much risk, and I just don't like your team that much. Well, do you want me to add more insult, that. or would you like yeah. to defend yourself? <laughs> because I'm prepared to do both. I would never say this to their face, and I hope it never gets back to my team, but I don't like them that much either, guys. <laughs> no, for, like, if if fucking Samuel would play, if Swift wasn't hurt, if Clyde Edwards-Hilaire could be what he was in the beginning of the season, I would have a great team, but that's just not how it works. And so if I had put money on somebody, I would definitely put it on Anthony, but... I, I can't go against my guys. We, we ride or die together, and I'm going to choose myself. I think you're going to play down in my competition, and I think it's going to come down to Graham Gano beating Will Lutz. I <laughs> pray it doesn't come down to that. I uh, think it will. Oh, it would be so great. <laughs> well, they both play Sunday at noon, so it can't come down to that. It can if I want to look at the math right. Depends anything, on what happens. If anything, it's going to come down to Debo Samuel versus Christian McCaffrey. Debo fucking Samuel. That fucking he was asshole. great for me last year. Oh, I'm aware. Uh, yeah, I'm very aware. You raved about him last year. Kind of one of the reasons I was like, dude, he continued that magic. You already got paid? Nope. No. Yeah. Um, well... If Allen is healthy, you've got me beat at quarterback. Uh, I believe that my running backs have you beat pretty handedly. Um, I believe ninety percent of the team, the the league. Yeah, has I'm not really going to waste much more of my uh, predicting power. I picked myself. And, yeah, let, uh, let's move on. Let's move on. That's I agree. Um, so it's my turn now, and um, yeah, Taylor was right. The predictions are uh, are interesting. Um, I'm going to go with. The Strictator versus Hard R. Uh, I'm going to go Taylor versus Cody. And uh, taking a look at this one, uh, Mahomes versus Murray. Um, and this is such a weird running back matchup because Cody has Jonathan Taylor, the number one overall pick, on the bench just because of his injury. 
Um, but even if he plays, I don't know how confident you can feel in him. Um, yeah, so but at this point, I don't think it's just injury because when he's there, it's the team. It's, it's, it's not the Colts. Great. Yeah, exactly. And with that new rookie quarterback or whatever they're choosing, I don't know what he can. I don't think he can bring that team up. No, he can't. Um, so his running backs are, are weak compared to yours. You have Eckler and Walker. Uh, that those are that's a one-two punch. Um, his wide receivers are where he's got you beat um, with Tyreek Hill and Mike Evans. Um, and I know you've got, yeah, and you're going to have to play another tight end because of Andrews on yeah, bye. Yeah, um, So you picked up Otten from Tampa Bay, and he's got Kelsey. Uh, so he's got you beat at wide receiver. He's got you beat at tight end. He's got you beat at quarterback. Um, flex, it's like a toss-up to me. And then kick hey, drink defense. a beer. Yeah, there's a there's a plane. Um, and you're Both. sitting Ezekiel Elliott. That is at the very moment, interesting at the moment. There. Um, so looking at this, I mean, he's got you beat in so many position categories, uh, but his it's hard for me to to go against those running backs. Um, but you know your your team has been underperforming a lot lately. I am, I am gonna go with Cody on this one. Go ahead, Britt. Who are you gonna take okay. on this one? In honor of them being in Mexico without me, this piece of shits. I'm gonna go with Murphy's Law against. Oh, no, 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 no. Hang on, you have to pick. You have to pick who's winning between Taylor and Cody. In that same game. Oh, I'm definitely gonna go with Taylor. Okay. Elab- you gonna elaborate? No, he doesn't. No, I think we've already kind of said it. You went the opposite of what everything Anthony just said. I was listening to Anthony. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay, so uh, Anthony's picking me, or Britt's picking me for. Well, again, for all those reasons, I I disagree with everything. Yeah, but I I disagree with everything you said. So that's what I'm saying is I don't need to elaborate (laughs) on it. You know. All right, Taylor, go ahead. Yeah, so Anthony made a lot of good points. Looking at Cody's team, he's he's got three three big stars. That's going to be Mahomes. Hill and Kelsey. I wouldn't even put Taylor in that category this this year. And yes, my running backs have been hot, and I imagine they'll still put up their, hopefully, 40 to 60 points, but Mahomes and Kelsey, you never know what they're going to do. And I am unfortunately going to think he's going to take this game. Although I need it, because we're getting close to crunch time, but yeah, I think Cody's got it. Oh, he's going, he's going reverse psychology on this one. I, I forgot to mention, Murph did send me his predictions uh, ahead of time. So in the previous matchup, he took me over Britt. And in this matchup, he took Cody over Taylor. Interesting. I'm glad you told me that before I picked <laughs> who I'm going to pick in my matchup. Okay, so now, since you jumped really ahead, Murph. you're going to take <laughs> Murphy's Law versus Fudbuckerson. Right. <laughs> yes, and Go with the new information it, that I have. Break it down, Britt. Break down I'm going to break it game. down to you real bad. So just looking on here, he, Murph is in bye week hill right now. But I have the confidence that he's going to pick up a few people, drop 
a few motherfuckers, but I curse too much. I can see that now. Uh, he's going to put Barkley in his lineup. You know, probably Harris, which, you know, we'll see what happens there. But doing some rough mat math, his the matchup right now says 51 versus 115 for Corbin. Uh, doing some rough math, that gets him to about 103-ish. You know, and I don't trust predictions at that rate. It could be anybody because he's got some, uh, you know, he's starting, Corbin's starting more right now. That could be nothing. Goddard has a 11 point pretty much uh, prediction. I don't trust that. Uh, Pierce, Houston, you know how that goes. You know, yeah, and I was going to choose Murph just because I thought maybe he could pull it out, but he'll, no, I'm taking Corbett after I'm looking at this a little bit more. Yeah, for all the reasons I said, I'm taking Corbin, and I just talked myself out of it. But Buckerson destroys Murph. Yeah, all right. that's, that's where all right. I am. Um, yeah, this is a very um, interesting matchup for Murph uh, with one, two, three, four, five, five players. Um, so, yeah, obviously he's going to make some moves. Um, it's still going to be really tough um, to go up against Dalvin Cook. Josh Jacobs and Stephon Diggs, even if Allen doesn't play. Um, but if he plugs and plays what he has on the bench right now, drops a tight end, just picks somebody up, and we'll just call that five points maybe. Yeah. The only thing he's looking at is what he's going to do with Jackson because he's not going to drop him. That's kind of what I was going to get as actually. Right. It's yeah. Like, so it so does Merv. play pretty well. Yeah. So, but, but Murph yeah, could, got, looking at his team, who's he going to drop? He's got Waller Jackson? on the IR that can also slide in the tight end spot. He can drop first uh, yeah. there. Is Waller on the IR? Oh, yeah, he's, yeah he's, he quest, is. he's questionable, so he's going to have to come out if he wants to make a move. I've heard some people some drop Godwin for fun. That. Yeah, some people, some people did. Some um, people did. Yeah, he's going to have to drop somebody. It might be Justice Hill. That's for, How's Foreman, Brett? Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> but he's going to have to drop someone to pick up another quarterback. Um, but I still think whoever he picks up to plug and play is not going to be enough to take down Corbin. So I am taking Corbin. Taylor, what about you? Yeah, even with all that, because just crunching the movement of people in my head, yeah, I think it feels that well. All he needs is a quarterback, but even with – Everybody moved around. I mean, Corbin's teams, he's in first for a reason. And he's not, he's only got Burrow out and by that's really relevant. So he's almost at full strength. So I'm going Corbin. All right. And Murph. But again, like, what happens himself. if Allen doesn't play? I, so still think Diggs Diggs will, I still think Diggs will get his. Yeah, I mean, he's still, he's still the elite receiver. It won't be. It might not be the 18 points that they're projecting, but I still think it'll be 14, 13, 14 points. Yeah, I just feel like defenses can now hold on when they don't have to worry about Allen as much. It's true. Yeah, there's still a lot of weapons, though, that they're going to have to cover. So, All right, and, uh, yeah, Murph took himself in the matchup, so apparently he thinks he's got, he's got uh, something up his sleeve. For this one 
All right, Probably Taylor. some Mexican pharmaceuticals. <laughs> or one of those uh, authentic seashell necklaces. Um, Taylor, you get the next <laughs> you get the next matchup. What's it gonna be? Hmm. I wanna go. Let's do Drew versus Henson. Great choice. Great choice. Okay. Let me pull that guy up. Let's see what we've got going on there. Because obviously we, we kind of know who's probably going to win. Especially after the last two weeks. So, actually, it's kind of funny. It's a But if Fields, I mean, yeah, you know, Fields, and Fields had the, the, yeah, but Fields had the game that Tua had that made him fantasy relevant last week, right? right? We'll see what happens I, there. When I go through the uh, transactions later, it's it's funny because it's both of those two that are on my like winners and losers for several players because they went back and forth. So yeah, Fields versus Tua. We got Aaron Jones versus Henry. I mean that's obviously Henry. Yeah, hey, there's there's your boy Foreman. Shut the shut up. <laughs> versus Etn, that's a no brainer. You got AJ Brown versus Lamb, no brainer. Hey, St. Brown versus Metcalf, so that's that's one in Drew's favor. By the way, if I drop a player, pick them up immediately. (laughs) Immediately. I think a weak point in Henson's team, he's got Pittman as his flex, but he hasn't done anything in weeks. But there's nothing else there. But at that point, it's nitpicking because the other talent we've gone over, I mean, just with Henry, Etienne, and A.J. Brown, it's all of those three are a step up, so... I will say Drew, that I'm cheering there for is you, a chance that Henson. yeah, there is a chance that Drew play he might play Brady. <laughs> he's well, I, he's, I do, he's hung on to him. He does love yes. Henson Brady. Yeah. I mean, he's um, let's go back. What's what I'm what right? I'm interested in is I'm looking at Drew's lineup, and he has Njoku in his tight end, and Greg Dulcich. The tight end for Denver in his flex. Um, that is, huh. and he has him in over Deontay Johnson. Hopefully, that won't stick. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, but there's just too much, too much firepower uh, for Henson. Uh, okay. That I'm, I'm going to take. I'm going to take Henson over Drew in this one. I don't think that anybody's paid attention to this. I know I I didn't know it was an option, and I probably won't do it. But Drew seems to have given every single one of his players a nickname. Have y'all noticed that? Oh yeah, he constantly and, updates it. And yeah, he did, he did it, one it during the podcast. Every, it alerted us during the, Yeah, he did one while we're recording. It alerts us every single time. It's sleeper. <laughs> it's his his player. Yes, every single player. <laughs> Drew, I get made fun of for doing some weird shit because, oh, how much time do you have on your hands? How much time do you have on your hands? That is a lot. It was, it was Justin Fields to Fields of Ch- Chicago. I, oh, I'm, I'm seeing Dun- these. Dunda Foreman. <laughs> Greg eats Thunder's manure? What is <laughs> Some of them are really good, though. He likes like shit. That's a, that's a theme. Seattle <laughs> shit hawks. Well, it, I think it was based on his team. That's why I kind of kept, kept going with so, it. So, uh, Britt, 
Who are you taking in this matchup? I'm taking Henson. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's that's a good choice. Um, let's see. Out of the matchups, dead I air. Left, dead air. I had to cough. I apologize. Did you want me to cough on air? I had to cough, and I have to cough again. So I'm gonna make y'all fill in for the dead air. I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick Matt versus Charlie. Hmm. Okay, there. We got a commissioner's pet versus a dick or a Harlan newer. We got a 109 projection projection versus a 97 for Winkinoff. One win versus a five and four. Where do you see yourself going on that Taylor? Have you looked into it enough? He hasn't looked yet. I'm looking at it, and I good, still good hate. Good pass there. I still hate that Aaron Rodgers is Charlie's quarterback because Aaron Rodgers should not be a starting quarterback currently on a fantasy roster. And that is I, correct. Would you say that he should have accepted maybe a very fair trade from somebody that had two quarterbacks at the time, was looking to offload one? Who was who Yes, was I do. Was it Tua? It, no, I was trying to offer him um, old Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Who is well, a he was I mean, who is a he's I was trying wait. to offer him two at one point. <laughs> That's why I said two. I knew Yeah, but you were, were you probably trying to do a multiple <laughs> I was trying to say, hey, these people were on I I need bi week help. You need some help right now. Throw them in. It's a very fair offer, a one for one. I forgot exactly what it was, but it was again somebody that was a bench player for him and nothing. And that's why he plays washers with dildos. <laughs> So I'll jump in because I kind of touched on Charlie's team earlier. And I, I still looking at it. There's not a lot of stars, but it's, it's, it's a decent team. So you'd like to think the other side has a chance, but Matt has one star, and that's going to be just Jefferson. Everyone else is just going to have been plug and play. So Murph, or I've said Murph, Matt for also for beating me last week. I'm going, Charlie's going to kick your ass this week. Um, I'm, I'm torn on this one because I've picked Charlie before and he's let me down. And I told him I'd never pick him again. And then I've picked Matt before and he's let me down. And I've told him I'll never pick him again. Um, but I can't pick none of them. So I am going to go with Charlie on this one. Um, if only for the fact that maybe Matt can beat Charlie and it'll be funnier. Um, but I am going to go with Charlie. I'm also going to go with Charlie. Um, less about the stars, but just looking at, I mean, if you go just by name recognition, I mean, Lincolnoff has a terrible team, but again, just on name recognition, they should be better. They're not, they're terrible. But also, he's going up against some pretty tough defenses. Uh, he's going up against, you know, there's Buffalo. The Rams are still somewhat. Philly's in there, San Francisco. So, just based on that, I'm going to go with uh, old the Dark Horse, Charlie Horse. All right. That's a sweep then because Murph also took Charlie. 
So that leaves one matchup for you to break down, Britt. Oh, it's a sweep. Reset. That was my uh, sweep sound effect for everybody. I'm glad we paid a lot of money for that. Uh, it's uh, Reese Up Death Guy versus Gastro Disastro. Go ahead and break it down for us, Britt. Uh, I'm breaking down real bad for y'all. So we got Josh coming off of one loss. We got Dan coming off two losses. Dan had been on the up and up, as we know from Taylor's uh, extensive breakdown. At one point, he was, what'd you say, scoring higher every week consistently? Yeah, it was like the, the first last six three or seven weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah, he's been over a hundred, but he just doesn't have it right now. Um, you got Hertz going against Smith. Smith, Geno Smith has been a such a story in the NFL this year, but it is still a story. In fantasy, it doesn't mean shit. It just means that he's not dog shit, and Seattle has options as far as players now. Hertz is a juggernaut. Chubb is one of the best running backs in the NFL right now. Fournette has fallen off along with the Tampa Bay, you know, in general. Uh, Pollard, it really depends on what Dallas does. Uh, they're just a weird team with their running backs because they really want to limit Pollard for whatever reason. Uh, Waddle with Tua right now, I mean, he, he just got speed, so that guy can have three touchdowns in a game if he wants. I mean, it just kind of just depends on their game plan. But still just, at this point, Wash has him beat up and down the board, so you got to take Wash, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, this is this one's pretty easy. Even even if uh, or when Dan finds a replacement for Stevenson, um, who's on a bye, uh, he can play Mostert in the running back spot, but he's going to need someone to fill in his flex. And right now, he doesn't have anybody who's worth playing in the flex, uh, except maybe Acres. But um, so, looking at the the team breakdown. Um, I think Josh easily has this one handled, so I am also going with Josh. I'm, if I'm breathing really loud, guys, by the way, I'm fucking sick, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Sound like someone, like, called it in the background. It's just creepily <laughs> sulking and breathing in the mic. I have no nose. I can't breathe through my nose. <laughs> It was a behind-the-scenes text, but yeah. it came right out. Um, well, I, I, want, I want the listeners to know right now that I'm dying. <laughs> that, that breathing is difficult for me. Yeah. Uh, mine's actually much the same as, as Anthony's. I go position by position. Uh, Josh has his Dan beat all the way down to, I mean, I could probably pick. Dan's kicker, just based on projections, but I mean everything else, it's it's very one-sided. So, regardless of who he puts in, it's it's this is a Josh win. All right, so that is yet another sweep. Do we get the sweep sound Ooh, effect? Sweep. There it is. Perfect. <laughs> All right, uh, I I can think of no better way to move on to our uh, waiver wire trade segment than uh, the sweep sound effect. So, Taylor, take it away with waivers and trades. All right. So, uh, I'm not doing two weeks transactions because I don't care enough and I don't think y'all want to hear me talk that much. So, 
I yeah, focused on just this. Yes, yeah, right. So I did this week, and it's fucking huge. So this was enough with just one week. Um, and this was a weird one, which I was surprised by a lot of you, because there was only uh, one player that came in with uh, multiple bids for the whole, I mean, the waiver period. And that was uh, Henson and I bidding on uh, Michael Thomas. So I don't know if that shocked you as much as it shocked me. But, yeah, he was the only player that had multiple bids as far as to start. Um, Actually, I bid on a lot of players, and I felt good thinking I had to go against the Murphs and the Anthonys and the Hensons. But all the three players I wanted, I got. But I immediately got put in the loser column because I did pick up said Michael Thomas, who was coming off injury for $11.00 who immediately got ruled out for the season with a separate injury of a hurt toe. So, he's he's a pussy. Wait a minute. Um, yeah. Can no, I say something, on, no, though, on that? Go ahead. So, the Michael Thomas thing is really interesting because I heard, and this is through a separate podcast, I did verify it, that originally they had tried to call an ambulance for him, but the ambulance got there and they said, hey, there's nothing for us to do, you need to call a tow truck. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. A solid 8 out of 10. I loved it. (laughs) But, I mean, I I was, I don't know, Anthony, you can speak to it, but I was surprised to see him there. So I was kind of shocked. Because he's one of those that pops up that's not in the trending. I wasn't. I found him and I. I I was a little surprised when I saw Murph drop him. But then I, I got to thinking we only have four bench spots. And you've got a player that's going out, you know, going out and then back in every single week. So he's taking up a bench spot and there's been a lot of news on him. Yeah, but that that's, he might that wasn't not play. And guess what? It was true. Inside he, of an offense that has questions at their quarterback and has been a general disappointment. Yeah. He wasn't really in and out. He played the first couple and then he's been hurt. So well, this was supposed to be his, his well, return. No, I'm, saying, I'm saying as far as his status has been changed right, from like right. questionable to out. When he's out, you can put him in an IR spot. But then he goes back to questionable, you have to put him in your other spot before you can make moves. Right. Well, so it's... touche. So, yeah. Back to the IR, done for the season because he's got a tow that needs a tow truck. Um, other big spenders. I was the second one. I spent $11 for Palmer with San Diego. I'm excited about that because I think that's going to be a big one. Again, I'm surprised no one else bid on that. Could yeah, be that wrong, was a good pick but... up. Yeah, that's, uh, there were a few that I thought would come in. Um, 100 yards this first week, so that'll come into the winner's part. Um, the only other high bid was uh, $11 again for uh, Mr. Hines by you, Mr. Anthony. How'd, uh, yeah, that was a mistake. How, yeah, yeah, so, how do you feel about that one? I immediately regret that decision. <laughs> Is that but a I can... goose egg? Yeah. <laughs> no, Honestly, I didn't It was, and he's not on his team. I already dropped him. <laughs> That and we'll get into that because there's a few of those coming up. <laughs> but, I mean, he's moving. You think there's opportunity. But in my head, I thought about it. But I figured Singletary can't do shit with the Bills. Why the hell would Hines come in and be able to produce? Yeah, and I, I need running backs. And it seemed like a good idea at the time. And uh, it's, oh, it's, it's not. It's, that's, it's a trend. It's coming. Um, and the, after the $11 bids, the, the next highest was 7 So that's too low for me to care. So, let's move on to the losers. Um, already covered me with Thomas, paying $11. He got hurt. 
Anthony picking up Hines for $11. He got zero points, but Anthony dumped him before he even got to game time. So that didn't really matter. But, and this is funny, Anthony, I found this after I started typing this. I didn't realize you dumped Tua to pick up Hines. Yes, I did. Because I feel like that should uh After unsuccessfully trying to trade Tua several <laughs> times, I could not justify oh, yeah. keeping two quarterbacks on a team with only four bench spots. And maybe your maybe your issue is you're probably just trying to say, hey, here's a guy I don't need. Can I have one player from you or maybe two? You know, um, take a lesson from Henson and package your entire team. Yeah, that <laughs> seems everyone. like what he likes to do. But what I find issues right now, I would be playing two over Herbert. Uh, well, Herbert. The week prior, that that was not really in discussion before last mm. week's game. That was not going to be. But then after the weeks played out, like yes, I this week I would probably play two over Herbert, but I don't have that yeah. option. So the aforementioned Henson now has Tua, so I think he even improved his team. So way to go, Anthony. You're welcome. Um, other losers, let's see. Uh, pop these up. Drew grabbed and started Dobbs. Is that right? Am I saying it right? Dobbs for uh, the Packers. Yeah. Yes. Put put up a solid two points. Cody picked up Anthony's favorite kickers. You got Elliot put up two points. Poor choice. Anthony on the list again after paying for Hines. And uh, dropping him, he picked up Huntley, who only got three points. But that wasn't relevant because Anthony dumped him before game time as well. I made lots of moves. You did. And I actually typed it. I was like, do you even work? I'm impressed that you can. Because this isn't done. There's more. I, but I do lots of stuff like while it. driving. It's not safe. Keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> but, uh, Britt, you get thrown into this because you snagged Huntley, who got you three points. So, well done, both of you. But he was on your bench, so actually you get a pass on that one. Um, I get another loss. There's a lot of losers this week. I picked up DuVernay thinking that, okay, they need a wide receiver one. He'll have to A lot of people did, though. Yes, yes. And he put up one point, so that's a big part of my loss. Um, fuck all Baltimore receivers other than Andrews is the tight end. So, yeah, fuck them. Um, Anthony, loser a third time after paying for Hines, dropping him for zero points, grabbing Huntley dropping him who got three points settled on Dion Jackson as his starting running back and he came in and got you five points so you did step up each time yes it's well done three attempts and got you five points so well done um and I had one last loser Murph picked up Hill and got him two points as a starting running back on Monday night Winners! Do you have any thoughts on those, Anthony? I kind of reamed into you, Britt. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm hurt enough. Thank you. Yes. I mean, not so. Those right? are that's week nine, right? Yeah, this is only week. week nine. Yeah, I'm not gonna say too much because I know it's coming up in the future. <laughs> um, moving into the winners category again, I bashed on myself, but I, I really think Palmer is going to be a good pick um, with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen being hurt. I think he could be key going for forward for at least a few weeks. He got the 100 yards, like 15 points. Um, Justin is a winner and grabbed Fields. Oh, he would have been a winner because he grabbed Justin Fields only to drop him 
two days later, so that shifted him to the losers category. Because mm. Fields, yeah, there's a this was a lot of circles in this. Fields now resides with Drew. Forty plus. Yes, goals. yes. Now resides with Drew. He's a QB seven. So yeah, Hanson <laughs> picked him up, dropped him. Go Drewby, well done. 40, 43, 43 points. Um, Henser winner on Fields, loser, and then winner again because he still get to get Tua from Anthony. Um, Drew winner on Justin. God damn, there's so much circles. So Drew winner on Justin's mistake grabbing Fields. Anthony loser for dropping Tua for Hines because that was stupid. Um, full circle. Other winners: Little Dan grab Garrett Wilson, put him up 14 in the flex. Britt grab Mooney. Good job, got 14 as well. Was he your starting receiver? Or was he your flex? Uh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? He was he was just in your lineup. But what I found yeah. interesting there, you dropped Renfo. Finally, yeah. from when you drafted him. So everybody go pick him up. I he's, love yeah. hard. Yeah, he's dude, the wide receiver 89. You kept him for nine weeks, and he's the 89th best receiver. But yeah, he was out a lot. Teams. But yet he, you dropped. Uh, yes. Uh, what Godwin? Godwin. Godwin. Yes. I thought that injury was going to be a lot longer. I did not know it. It was just a, hey, just temporary little thing. Ooh, salt in that wound. Yeah. And then again, dropped Foreman, like, literally, like, the next day. <laughs> oh, yeah. McAfee's traded. <laughs> Fantasy football's the best. Oh, I only it's a couple more. Dark, bleak <laughs> tunnel. <laughs> um, Charlie grabbed some tight end from the Saints, who's not Hill. He got him 11, so he threw a dart at the tight end wall and actually got one. Yep. So well done on that. Uh, you're hot. You're hot. Yeah, and that's that's it for the winner. So yeah, there there was a lot of a lot of action in that one week. All right. Uh, good job, guys. Good episode. I think we did it. Um, sure. Hopefully we made up for missing a week. Um, Britt, thank you very much for filling in for Murph. Um, no worries. We appreciate it. Um, I did want to add one thing real quick if I can. What did you all think about Ferrari turning down their engines in Mexico because of the altitude? When everybody else, or, you know, three other teams were running Ferrari engines. And All they right, did. everybody, uh, thank you very much for tuning in to the Desktop GM's Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, thank you to Taylor have for co-hosting. Show. Thank you for Britt for filling in. Uh, thank you all for listening. And my name is Anthony. Uh, good luck to everybody's fantasy teams, and we will see you all next week. Thank you.